Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. Our devotional this week from Gospel Primer is section 15, Cultivating Humility. That's easy, right? That comes naturally to us. Give us a break, right? I mean, this is a battle. I mean, you talk about spiritual warfare. Cultivating humility is right there at the top of the list. It's not only you know, the battle of the uh, selfish pride that's natural to all of us, but it's like the number one message of the world around us. So whatever you do, don't cultivate humility. Right? Put yourself at the center. It's right. It's good for you to be at the center and to not allow any outside authority or any outside influence to tell you who you are or should be. But God wants us to cultivate humility. And before I read this, let me just say this. Praise God that by his Holy Spirit, he helps us to do that and enables us to do that. Because otherwise, we wouldn't cultivate humility at all. We wouldn't even want to cultivate humility. So praise God for his grace. Here we go. According to Scripture, God deliberately designed the gospel in such a way so as to strip me of pride and leave me without any grounds for boasting in myself whatsoever. I love that sentence. That's exactly right. That's a great summation of what the gospel is meant to do. It strip us of every pride, every, every arrogance, and leave us with no grounds for boasting in ourselves. It's supposed to humble us. This is actually a wonderful mercy from God. For pride is at the root of all my sin. Pride produced the first sin in the garden. And pride always precedes every sinful stumbling in my life. Therefore, if I am to experience the deliverance from sin, I must be delivered from the pride that produces it. Thankfully, the gospel is engineered. I like that's a good illustration there. The gospel is engineered to accomplish this deliverance. And when he's talking about the deliverance of sin right there, he's talking about repenting from specific sins in our lives. We need humility in each of those instances to humble ourselves, be, be humbled by the gospel to repent from sins, to find deliverance in these different areas. Now, preaching the gospel to myself each day mounts a powerful assault against my pride and serves to establish humility in its place. Nothing suffocates my pride. It's another great illustration. Nothing suffocates my pride more than daily reminders regarding the glory of my God, the gravity of all my sins, and the crucifixion of God's own Son in my place. Also, the gracious love of God, lavished on me because of Christ's death, is always humbling to remember, especially when viewed against the backdrop, the backdrop of the hell I deserve. If we can envision ourselves at the cross... Now, Jesus isn't hanging on a cross right now. He's reigning in heaven in glory, resurrection splendor. But just in terms of illustration and um, understanding who we are in light of the gospel, if we can envision ourselves at the cross, it will humble us. It will humble us. It's a place where we can see our sin and the tragedy and, and the horrific nature of our sin for what it is. And we can also see God's love for what it is. Last paragraph, pride wilts. In the atmosphere of the gospel. And the more pride is mortified within me. The less frequent are my moments of sinful contention with God and with others. Now that's absolutely true. I encourage you to put a little check mark, check mark over near that sentence and meditate on it. Uh, at, at some point in the future. 
the more that each one of us in the church um, is humbled by the gospel, the more our care and love and joy in each other and in the fellowship will increase. We need to be gospel humbled, and it will increase the richness and the warmth of the fellowship. Conversely, humility grows lushly in the atmosphere of the gospel. And the more humility flourishes within me, the more I experience God's grace, along with the strengthening His grace provides. Additionally, such humility intensifies my passion for God and causes my heart increasingly to thrill whenever He is praised. Now, just like all of these different uh, spiritual fruits of sanctification that come by the power of the gospel and by the power of the Spirit, it's the gospel that humbles us, but then as we're humbled, it enables us to see the gospel more clearly, and it increases within us a passion and a desire to see the gospel. And then we come back to the gospel, and it humbles us. The more we see our sin, the more we'll be forced to see our great and desperate need for a Savior. So we keep coming back to Christ, and Christ humbles us. And that's just the curve of Christian growth. And it's a lifelong growth curve.